Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 1313 Podcast channel. I'm Jacob. I'm Jackson. And today we are joined by no other than Papa Gord. Woohoo! Yay! Please. Pleasure to be here. So, excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. No problem. Yeah. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, okay. Well, again, I'm I'm Papa Gord, the Canadian Santa Claus. Um, I have uh, I, I have my own YouTube channel, which uh, I primarily do black series reviews. Uh, I live stream a whole bunch uh, just because I find that a little bit more fascinating than I think reviews lately, just because of the lack of figures that are coming out right now. So it needs something out there for content. And apparently I have the gift for Gab. So, uh, so yeah, so that's kind of really what I've been doing. I've been trying to streamline a little bit too. I got really heavy back into Legends for a while, but it was like, you know what? The focus needs to be Star Wars again. So that, that's mm -hmm. where I'm at right now. Yeah, that's kind of a good thing as well. I mean, for you, sticking to one thing with Star Wars, unfortunately, me and Tommy really like to joke on Jacob a ton every single episode, really, at this point, just that he's deviating from the Black Series path to the Marvel Legends. He's just getting more and more invested. It's, it's, it is, it's, uh, it's a hard path. I, I, when I first started collecting, I started with Legends, and I didn't really even know Black Series were even a thing, and then I came across uh, Mike Case's channel on YouTube, and just fell down the rabbit hole. And I was like, whoa, they make fully articulated six-inch Star Wars figures? I need to look into that. So I went over to my local Walmart, and I found the Jyn Erso, the, the original Cassian, and the Flame Trooper. Those were my first three figures, which led me to being about as complete as I can be presently as a Canadian. And so I just sold off all my Legends. But then last year, with how bad distribution was and shipping and all that stuff, I went back into the legends and I severely regretted every minute. I was like, no, I can't. I went from 10 back up to over a hundred. So I was like, no, no, we got it. We got to kill it. So, so I, I killed it off. I, I sold a bunch. I swapped one out for a new hot toy. So I got Mando now. So it, 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 it paid off a little bit this time around. Nice. For me, it's like the Marvel legends hole. It's just because it's like Jackson's doing a black series. Tommy's doing black series. And our dad really helps fill in most of the stuff for our main collection because yes. he loves collecting as well. So it's like he has his own little thing, but mm -hmm. I don't feel I just didn't think it would it was proper for me to also start collecting Black Series just because he had his collection and we have the big collection here. So I was like, yeah. if I'm getting figures, I'm just getting them for this collection. So that's why I kind of fell into Marvel Legends because I'm like, well, I've always liked Marvel as well, and the figures are arguably in some cases a little bit better in quality than black series yes. so i was like they're too cool to really pass up and i'm not a completionist with mm -hmm. it like by any means i'm just picking up the figures i think are the coolest which i think and, is and that's a great point to say that with the legends you don't need to buy them all if you're a spider-man guy go for your spider i don't the only thing i still collect is captain america he's always been my favorite and that was the only things i kept um i did have the sam wilson uh uh captain rogers two pack the new one that just came out i went today to go pick it up and i was had it in my hands and i'm like yeah you know i don't think i'm gonna buy this today so i actually put it by I'm just like cancel the pre-order i don't need it right now um I'm, I'm waiting on more black series to come in and again that's where it needs that's where it needs to be right now but yeah the legends 
put out some beautiful stuff, some absolutely yeah. gorgeous pieces. Mm -hmm. For me, I was like mostly on the side of just like, oh, I'm just going to get the Avengers. And then the new Spider-Man movie came out and it reminded me how much I, I love character. And I got the figures for it. And I was like, I was blown away by how art, like they're so articulate. You can get them in so many cool poses. I was like, yeah. okay, yeah. this is my bread and butter. So now I'm like, I'm just going after like all the Spider-Man figures I can. And I got a fingers crossed to get an entire wave based on that new movie. Nice. Yeah, I just picked up. I just picked up the uh, the Doctor Strange from the um, from Doctor Strange two because I've got the other. Oh, actually, my daughter took him. So I had the one from the the new Spider Man film. I'm like, okay, I got Doctor Strange. I do have Wong. Uh, I was like, that was the only one I pre ordered. But then I saw him in store, and I'm like, I wonder how much difference there actually is. There's quite a bit, and I'm kind of happy I grabbed this one. So okay. no hole in the back. The cape sits on free floating. Uh, the Eye of Agamotto actually looks like it's attached to him, kind of like nanotech, like Stark did right there. No no little loose fist or whatever. So, And he's great, and he's actually got like full ab crunch because they didn't put that, that cover-over piece on him, that tunic rubber eyes thing. But, yeah, it's a glorious time to be a collector, that's for sure. And there's so much stuff out there that it makes it really difficult to try to go, I'm going to do one line. But then you see Gargoyles, you see Marvel Legends, you see the G.I. Joe stuff. And it's just, yeah, it's just one big simple. I might have to pick up that Doctor Strange figure because Doctor Strange is like on my top five favorite characters. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, I don't like the Spider-Man Doctor Strange figure. It's just, it feels too clunky. And I'm just like, yes. it's yeah. kind of disappointing. As like as mm -hmm. much as I like Doctor Strange, the figure is kind of a letdown. Yes, so, oh, definitely. If that one's better, I might actually look into it. I, out of the two, I would definitely say yes. There is a little bit of reuse. You can see the legs are, the arms definitely are, but the whole mid piece. I mean, this could be reuse, but because they got that rubber piece over them, you don't know you don't unless know. you're going to want to take a knife and cut them open and see what it is. So, but yeah, I recommend that one. Nice. I'll probably have to pick that up. Stuff like that just doesn't hit stores near us like at all. I feel like it did like for like a millisecond, but the people that like to camp outside Target probably already got them. So that's brutal. That's so brutal. But my Walmart's the same. I have a Walmart right across the street from me. My son messaged me, sends me pictures of all of the Doctor Strange wave. And I'm like, oh, I'm not collecting that anymore. Uh, maybe you should hide it. No, don't hide it. Yeah, maybe you should. No, don't hide it. And then I, I, I stopped and an hour later. I'm like, damn it. You should have hidden it. I went back the next day. All gone. Oh. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I know it was last week in the United States. We had the it was maybe like the Mark One Armor Spider Man. I think that was dropping at Target, and so I I always wake up like extremely early. So I recall I woke up at five a.m. and I checked my phone and I saw that in the store you could buy it online or like buy it for like to pick up at the store. And I was like, oh okay. I went back to bed. Woke up at seven. It was still there. And then, like, I got up to, like, start, like, my daily routine, and I checked at 8, and they were all gone already. I severely oh. wish he called me and told me this, because I had no clue it was coming out that day, and that figure's on my hit list. I didn't think he wanted it. That so figure's on my hit that. list. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that looks really good. And I, I'm not a massive Spider-Man guy, but that still looks pretty rad, so, yeah. yeah. Like, we got to church, he was like, yeah, man, it was on Target's website this morning, but it sold out. And I was like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, 
we bit salty about that, but it's mm-hmm. whatever. It's mm-hmm. on the fan channels. I'll just have to wait a millennia to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It exactly. is exactly. <laughs> so I think now is a good time just to toss in one of Tommy's questions since he's not here. So All right. first question is what got you into collecting in the first place? Ooh. Uh Jeez, man, that is that's the that's the question of questions, isn't it? Um, I think I've always liked uh, between uh, I used to work for Blockbuster and Movie Gallery and a few other video stores way back in the day, so I would buy a lot of used stuff. So I had a massive movie collection at one point. I'm really into music. Uh, I can't play it, but again, my CD and cassette tape and my vinyl collection. Is, is, you know, again, it's a collection. Uh, I was a comic book guy for many years, and then I sold my comics off, and I bought my wife her engagement ring. So that was a good investment. So yeah. I've always kind of collected, and I always, again, growing up, I was born in early the early 70s. So I was there through the 80s for every, the toy boom, G.I. Joe, Thundercats, Star Wars, Transformers. Uh, Jason, the wheel, you name it, it was there. And I probably had at least some of everything, but Star Wars was always my first love. And I, again, I'm like one of those old guys that are like, oh, if I would have only kept all those original toys, then, you know, I'd be set for a while and I could have some of those displayed. But I think it's just kind of that personality that I have that, um, I'm not a car guy. I don't go sitting there jacking up my car, putting big fat wheels on it or making the exhaust stupid loud or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I This is kind of what I like. I like to do this. And YouTube, I never knew what it was, really. My kids got me into it. And then I kind of fell backwards into it. And, you know, it all is what you were for me, I think. And it's just... Okay, all right. Uh, I guess this is a thing now. So it's just it's led me into different areas, and I mean this year might be difficult for for collecting just because I see the price increases that are going to be coming out, and I've already seen Toys R Us up in Canada that like the new Generso is forty three dollars plus tax. So so chew on that. Yeah, thirty nine ninety nine for all the other ones. But forty forty two ninety nine for for gin and the new castle. Who's going to be able to afford to keep collecting? It'd be a completion at that price for me and being Canadian anyway. So I I'd love to see what the prices are going to be for you guys. So. No, I don't want to see them. Me neither. No. But um, I think on the YouTube thing because I, I find it kind of cool that you didn't really know what YouTube was and then your kids kind of got you into it. I feel yeah. like. Especially like for me and Jackson, we we're kind of like in that weird generation that we were kind of raised on YouTubers. Like, like we went through that that phase where we had like Saturday morning cartoons and stuff, and we had like the Clone Wars coming out. But then we got into like around like middle school era. That was kind of like kind of like the era of um, uh, all the Minecraft YouTubers and stuff oh, that we used to watch a tons of. Yeah. And I always remember as a kid being like, my dream job is to be a YouTuber and to do that for a living. And I kind of grew out of it and I was just kind of like, eh, YouTube is cool, but I don't think I could ever make it on it. And then just kind of like out of the blue, I remember it's just kind of like the story of our channel. It's like we were at a a gas station with a couple of buddies and we talked about the new Star Wars movie for like an hour, three hours or so. And then we were like, huh, we have like a lot to say about this. What if we like made a YouTube channel and then was or like had a podcast and then we had we tried it once on Tommy's like phone and it 
ended horribly. So like we're like, eh, we, we give up. And then like months later, we're like, eh, why not try it again? And then we just yep. went hard in the paint. We threw all our money at it. And then look where we are now. It's like we actually, it's been like, what, six months was like two weeks ago, a week ago or so. Yes. Nice. So, yeah. And we're, we're chilling now at like 300 subs. It's, it's kind of amazing to see that we grew kind of that fast and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. And I mean, podcasting, that's something I've been very interested in, but I just, I just haven't myself had the time to really sit there and kind of research, you know, would that be something kind of neat? I would love to do it. Like I'm a massive Kevin Smith fan and that guy is like the king of podcasts. He's got almost 10 i think he's i mean i don't know now with covid but he was up to like eight or ten at one point in time so that took up all my time at work was just listening and trying to get caught up on that and uh again if it wouldn't have been between my kids and um and mike like uh i call him uncle mike but he was the one who gave me the canadian santa claus moniker like that was not me that was all him just because i was some weird canadian guy who wanted to send him just a box of stuff because I really appreciated his content. And I know, you know, like you don't make stupid money on YouTube, especially when you're a small channel, Mm -hmm. but you know, you you become like a Mr. Beast and other people, Mark Roper. See, I know a couple of guys names that are higher up there in the echelon of the YouTubing. So, um, but he was just like, I don't know about this. And I'm like, listen, I enjoy your content. Let me send you something. So he finally caved. And then I just kept sending him stuff and sending him stuff. And then the next thing I know, I'm Papa Gord, the Canadian Santa Claus. I'm like, oh, okay, that would be kind of a neat YouTube name. Hmm. So we started doing stuff with the kids a little bit. And then the COPPA stuff happened. So I'm like, what do I do? Do I keep the kids on or do I take them off? And so ultimately, I, I took them off. I deleted all the videos that we had done together. And it's just been me. But my daughter, Riley, has been kind of hanging out, doing a little bit with me. She's 10. So um, that might be a new direction with, for the channel. I am actually taking a few months off. Um, mm-hmm. Sunday is my last night. And uh, I'm hoping to, to get some, to get re-energized right now. I'm, I'm kind of, I've just hit a, a stall right now. So I'm really hoping to, to get some new inspiration just to, to kind of feel like I did when I first started. And I don't feel quite that way right now. I, like I said, the live streams are great, but... I still think you can tell when you're watching somebody live, you can tell what their body language. Yeah. If they're enjoying themselves, if they're kind of BSing you a little bit or whatever. And I'm never one to want to do something like that. If I can't give you everything I got, then I might as well just put a pin in it for now, try to recharge the batteries and then come back even stronger the next time. That's um one thing I'm starting to, I'm trying to plan for. Like eventually, because I know you're it's always gonna happen. You're always gonna hit that brick wall. Yeah. So I'm trying to seed some things. I'm not gonna necessarily say what it is now, but like for Jackson and Tommy, I've been trying to give them some ideas of ways that we can expand our content. Yep. More than just the podcasting and just Star Wars. Just because why not? Because there's gonna come a time where we're gonna come with a six month dry spell where there's no new Star Wars content, and then we're gonna be like. So what do we talk about? Exactly. We're going to be like, we've talked about everything. And it's going to be like, there's no new figures. There's no new products. There's nothing to really talk about. We won't have a guest that week. So it's just kind of be like, what are we going to do? So I'm just trying to like get little ideas in now and maybe get some things established early on and yes. see how the reaction to it is from the from like our little group. And if our group likes it, then we can fall back onto other things like 
on in the future. Yeah, that's you know what that believe me that you sound a lot more more planning than I ever did because like I said I expected none of this stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, right. Like there's only a million different guys out there trying to tell you their opinion of action figures. So who wouldn't want to listen to a guy up in the up in the the, the frozen tundra of the of Ontario? But apparently some people like what I have to say at times and they like that I don't hold back. And that's that's always one thing. I mean, if I think it's a crap figure, I'm going to tell you it's garbage. And I'm going to tell you I'm disappointed that I spent that kind of money on a garbage figure. But again, uh, that's that's what it happens when when you when you try to be stay as a completionist. I never wanted to be a completionist, but I had subscribers gift me like convention exclusives, ones that I never thought I'd ever own. And then I'm like, oh, okay, well, I guess now I'm going to have to buy more convention figures now. Huh. All right. And, oh, and hmm, exclusives. Well, you hardly find regular ones at the store, but now almost everything's an exclusive. So that jacks the price. Up. So, you know, it, it, it's a tough, it's tough to be a collector. And then the big guys, the Hasbro is just kind of just sitting back there and they're just kind of like 100, 200. 300, 400. Okay, yep, yep. Just keep it going, man. Just re, re put that same figure back out and paint them blue. Okay, great. Yeah. So, but yeah, planning ahead. That's that's a that's a great way to do it. And sometimes if you're able to get some extra footage put into the can, so then if you hit that rut, at least all you have to do is just hit, you know, public and whoop, off it goes. And if it's a, something that you recorded two months ago, nobody knows. So you guys are the only ones that would. So. Mm -hmm. We've already had to do that once before where we yeah. had a pre-recorded episode and then we just threw it out. And it was funny because there was a point in time where it was when Tommy was growing his beard out and then all of a sudden an episode came out where he's just baby-faced again and then the next week had his full beard again. Nice, nice. Very funny. I feel like some people could probably tell from that. <laughs> maybe, maybe. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. We also said it at the beginning of the episode. Probably. It was pre-recorded, so it didn't really help us. Yeah. <laughs> That's because I was across the country doing stuff, so I couldn't be there. Yeah. I just think, because especially what, growing up watching YouTube, we've seen time and time again a favorite creator just, they they ha they take a break and then they just disappear for a month and then they come back, they're like, I needed a break, I got burnt out. And I'm like, yeah. well, you play video games for a living. That's not possible. How could you get burnt out from playing video games for a living? And now, yeah. now that I'm older, I understand you can get burnt out from doing anything. So it's like that. It's it's true. I mean, you know, as much I I love the format. I love the community. Um, it has grown massively. I mean, COVID definitely um, channels blew up uh, because people just really didn't have anything to do. They wanted to reach out somehow because you physically couldn't hang out with anybody. So. This was a, a great thing. StreamYard. Oh, like, good God. It's it's a great, you know, it's a great uh, format to use. And it's pretty simple. And I'm a simple type of guy. That's why I, when all my stuff, I don't edit anything because I just don't have the patience for it. So it's a one take. If I goof up three quarters of the way in, I start over again. So I could be 20 minutes into a review and go, oh, I said the wrong thing. Well, we got to start over again. And I'll start right from the get-go and go right through it. But uh, but yeah, it would. I don't know. It's it's such a it's such a weird thing. But I wanted to make sure to let people know that I was taking time off instead of just disappearing and saying shutting down 
all my Instagram and my Twitter and stuff like that. I just wanted to go, you know what, guys? This is what's happening. Two weeks from now is going to be my last stream. Could be for, for good, but maybe just on a hiatus. But let's just have a great time on the last stream. You want to ask me questions prior? Great. But on Sunday, let's just not dwell about it. You know what? Let's just have a good time. We'll chat. We'll talk Book of Boba Fett. We'll talk what figures we'd like to see come out this year. Whatever. And and that's the way I want to kind of go out. Like, if I come back, I come back. If I don't, I don't. I mean, honestly, between me and you guys, I, I probably will. It gets in your blood and it's a hard thing to completely just go cold turkey. So I'm already sweating it and I've still got one stream left. And I'm like... What am I going to do when I get home from work at midnight and I just automatically go and stream because I like to hang out with my friends for a while. So it's it's going to be difficult this time, I think. But yeah, I definitely feel like, especially with you saying that, like you just feel you want to put like all that energy and such like in your videos as well. I feel like that's a huge component to your channel channel in like generals that you have like a very like optimistic attitude for the most part. There's energy with your videos. You're not holding there being like here here's here's the toy like, Look at it. <laughs> which okay guys today I, I got this i got this figure um it's like whatever uh yeah nobody wants to watch watch that in a video yeah, where they're just no, not just, at all so i can't even watch my old stuff anymore it's, it's so bad every time i go back to go okay it's time to do my wish list for the year oh that means i gotta go back and rewatch my old ones oh it's so painful because i'm so stiff and i'm like yes welcome blah blah, blah. And, and then you can just see the progression but now i'm thinking i kind of need to go back and maybe review some of my figures that i was so harsh on maybe they're better now maybe they've aged gracefully some probably not but you never know there might there might be a shining example buried in here somewhere that I completely panned two years ago. And that might be a whole lot better than I actually gave it credit for. So. <laughs> yeah. Rewatching old stuff too is so difficult. Whenever a, whenever one of our shows comes out, I always try to make an effort to listen to a bit of it. But mm -hmm. I solely be, uh, to be all like, okay, I liked uh, how this sounded, or maybe we need to move these mics differently. Yep. But it's so incredibly painful when it's like just cringe joke after cringe joke that we have, and I'm sitting there in my car, grabbing, <laughs> I'm like white gripping my wheel, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. You're your own worst critic, so that's what it comes down to, right? So if you're happy with your stuff then that's great. And I mean, you know, if you don't really care what if people want to sit there and give you some crappy comments or whatever, you're just like, eh, it's still interaction. So please dump all the crap on me as you want because yeah. you're still interacting with my channel. And obviously I've, I've hooked you somehow. Either you hate me or you love me. One of the two. Mm -hmm. For uh, And especially about those, those cringe jokes. People, people find them funny. For some reason, yeah. So it's just like so we will do the dumbest stuff and be like, the the funny part is, is that we can probably pinpoint several jokes or even episodes where we were like, that was so incredibly stupid. Why did we say that? Or maybe this episode yep. might have not been our greatest work ever, even though we do make an effort to put out the best possible material we can. Absolutely. And then we've had some episodes. We have one specifically that I can think of. Oh my I think gosh, dusted. I was like. This is our worst episode yet. Like, I'm really not happy with this product. Maybe we should redo it. But then I was like, you know what? You know, we can't. I can't do that to Tommy and Jacob. And we put out, and people freaking thought it was hilarious. And I was like, what's, uh, wrong, with, what's wrong with you? Yeah. 
that I remember I was talking to Tommy after that one. I was like, I don't think that was our best performance. I don't, I'm not happy with this video. Why, man? I thought it went pretty well. I was like, no. And then it came out and then like all the comments were positive. Like, oh my gosh, I thought this was so funny. And I was like, okay. (laughs) We planned it. Yeah, that's exactly what we were aiming for. Yes. (laughs) It is great success. Yeah. Yes, yes. So something kind of off the top of my head too, really quick, is that, so you mentioned that uh, obviously you do have some family and they do know about your collection. So how does your uh, kids feel about your collection? How does your wife feel about you collecting? Are they all fans of it or not? Uh, Okay. So my wife will be the easiest one to answer on that one right now. So she, my wife is very practical, like, you know, just straight up. She's not a collector of anything, you know, not like teacups or spoons or any of that stuff. So if, if it if it serves a purpose, it's worth having. So this stuff from her eyes, does it really serve a purpose? It serves a, a cost because there's a cost there. But she knows for me, I don't stray away. I come home like this is this is it. I, I don't hang out with a lot of people outside the home anyway covid or no covid so this is this is my my sanctum so to speak so she knows it 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 keeps me at at the house it's you know i don't i'm not out at the bar all night drinking and getting stupid or anything like that so she does i think she does see the point i don't think she the volume the volume is key that she's just like man there seemed to be an awful lot of amazon packages that showed up this week I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? Uh, they're Christmas in August. You know, yeah, well, yeah, I might have had to pre-order a bunch of stuff, but you know, like I try to make my collection try to pay for itself, so I'm not dipping into other aspects. Mm-hmm. Now, my kids, my son, he's 15. He's a massive Lego guy, so he still loves his Lego. He's got like the Daily Bugle, and he's got. Diagon Alley, and he's working on, I don't know what he's doing right now. So that's kind of partially because of me, because I do have Lego. I've got the 1966 Batcave. I do have the Razor Crest. I just just got Gideon's Light Cruiser last week for, a, for 30 bucks. What? Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Wow. Somebody had taped the box shut, so it looked like they had opened it. And I'm like, I guarantee they stole the figures out of the damn box. I guarantee it. So I took a gamble. So that was on there. I went and scanned it and scanned up at 30. I'm like, well, let's go. So we took it out to the car. My son was with me. We opened up the hatchback. I opened it up and I'm like, all the bags are sealed. I wonder if maybe we're missing bags. But then I saw Fennec. I saw the dark trooper. I was like, I bet you they're all in here. Went home and I sat on the floor like a kid on Christmas. And I, I, I just sat there. So over the course of that night, and the next morning, I built the whole thing, and it's 100% complete. So I was like, so that was a great deal right there. So my son, <laughs> yeah, he's he's big with that. He's a big Harry Potter guy. He likes his Lord of the Rings stuff as well. He's a gamer. He um he games on he he's has a he, he does some stuff on Twitch. My daughter's 10, and she she's a little all over. She's starting to collect a little bit. She's starting to get into the three and three quarter inch uh, Indiana Jones figures. Nice. It's really weird, but um, so I don't, I'm hoping that might not lead her down into the six inch line that may or may not be coming uh, eventually. Exactly. Oh, I can't wait for that. So um, 
and I might bring her on as my she might become my co-host. So nice. Again, so inside scoop there. I did kind of break the break it a little bit during the week, but mm. I, I I'm getting stuff planned for if we come back. So I've got an avatar done for her, a new intro is being made. As long as she can commit and as long as I feel the the, the the juices are there again, then then we'll definitely be back. But yeah, the kids love it. I mean, anytime I go out, they're like, Oh, are you going to Twizzer Us? Are you going to GameStop? Are you going to um Value Village to go check like you stuff? I'm like, yeah, okay, we're going with you. So they they like doing that. And at times I'm like, Do you like to do it because I like to do it, or do you guys like to do it because you actually like it? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, they always and they think it's great with the YouTube. Riley loves it. She's like, "Oh, this is so cool!" Some of my friends subscribed to you. I'm like, oh, the language gets a little salty at night. Uh, you know, we'll see. And um, I, I'm a caretaker for for a school for for a big school board. So my last school that I worked at, they all knew I had a YouTube channel. So they just called me Papa Gord whenever they saw me in school, and they're like. Oh, you need to come and hang out. So they've already booked me on May the 4th. So I'm going to my old school on May the 4th, took the day off so I could talk Star Wars with the whole school for the day. So, uh, so yeah, so it's rad. So I, yeah, I would say the family, they know I try my best not to, to have YouTube overtake them. And I think recently that's kind of what's been happening. It's been more live streaming and trying to get stuff done rather than, you know, watching a family movie together or playing a board game or cards or something like that. Plus, it's also the winter. And like I said, I hate the winter. So I just like to just to hibernate down somewhere. And if it means concentrating on this, then that's what makes me the happiest. So mm-hmm. I definitely think that's really interesting. We mentioned several times before, Jacob and I's dad is the one that got us into collecting. Mm-hmm. Huge Star Wars fan right off the rip when he was a kid, grew up with it, had all the original stuff. And then he kind of introduced Star Wars to our mom. And so kind of has a similar situation that you have sometimes. Boxes will show up, but my mom will be like, so what's that? So what's that? <laughs> the, the latest box to come to the house, which I, I'm very excited about. Oh, yeah. You get a sneak peek of what will be on next week. You get the sneak peek, but I, I ordered. Oh, get out. Oh, my God. Now, how much, now what did that cost you there? So this this cost me um this was like a rank round 150 after tax and shipping. But oh I feel like through chump because yesterday, just before it came in the mail, I checked on GameStop and they did a flash sale and they sold it for eighty-eight dollars. <gasps> no. So I was upset about that. Oh, that's beautiful though. I did see that at Toys R Us a few weeks ago and I nearly bought it, but it was Canadian, almost two hundred. And I'm like yeah. I can't pay $200 for a Nerf gun, regardless if it's a Mandalorian or not. But oh. mm-hmm. but no, it's it's super cool because it's actually a long rifle. It makes sounds when you shoot it. Like, and then when you open the breech and close it back up. So yeah, it's cool. The scope lights up, but you literally cannot see a thing through it. So it's like, why even bother? But it comes with 10 like metallic darts. They're like the best bar- best guard shots he has. So yeah, I think it was worth it, especially now that me and my roommates at uh, college have Nerf Wars. So ah. I, I'm very excited to. That's nice. That is some of my roommates. Uh, yeah, that Boba Fett blaster that they announced, I was like, ooh, but again, that's like 150 Canadian. I'm like, 
I can't justify, you know, I can justify a black series helmet because I've fallen back into the helmets a little bit. Mm. The three right now, and I'm working on trying to score a Captain Cardinal right now. But mm -hmm. I've got Mando, I've got the repaint Boba, I've got the uh, the Loyalist one or the uh, Death Watch, and then a friend of mine, uh, longtime channel uh, subscriber uh, TK, he's a member of the Five Hundred One out in um, uh, out in California area. Um, he's got the Episode Five Boba Fett helmet. He's like, All right, if I can find it, I'll send it to you. So so I'll have both Bobas at some point in time, but. I love the buckets, and it's enough that I'm I'm trying to make my own Santalorian full cosplay outfit eventually. So that that's down the road. I'm hoping to be able to pull that off. So I need to find somebody to print me the the armor pieces. So, mm -hmm. like um, yeah, the Boba Fett one that's definitely on my hit list. The first one of the Nerf Limited I wanted to get was they came out with the I forget the exact name, but it was the um automatic rifle from the Alien movies. They came out with it for the anniversary of Alien. Oh, right. I, I thought that was so cool. It was fully automatic. It had an ammo count on the side of it. And Alien is one of my top, not necessarily horror, but it's like spooky yeah. movies. I just, I think it's so cool because it's like, ah, it could be Star Wars, but it's kind of spooky. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's one of those movies I like. I wanted to get that. And then I was about to pull the trigger on it. And the day I was going to, it sold out. So <laughs> I took the L on that one. So then I was like, eh, I probably shouldn't let the Mandalorian one go through my fingers. Then if I like it, so I'm yeah. happy. No, well, I would. That's that is. Uh, I am. I am. I'm very jealous. I am very jealous of that piece. So like I said, I I was surprised to see one. It was on the back counter, and I know a guy that works at Toys R Us. So I went and said to him, I'm like, what is? He's like, I could buy it. And I got 15%. So I'm like, okay, so it'll save me the tax. So I'll still be forking out like 175. I'm like, I can't come home with $175 Nerf rifle or my wife will move me into my car. So I'm like, that's where, and it's the winter time. And I don't want to sleep in my car. So that's, yeah. Yes. I do like the, the whole concept now of Nerf, like finally realizing that in a way, most of their audience has grown up, mm -hmm. but they don't really want to play with the little rinky dinky blast. Yeah. So now they want to make the actual big cool stuff. Like, I don't know if you know about the, I, Jacob and I were really huge into Destiny, the video game. That was kind of okay, like, yep, yep. like sci-fi when Star Wars kind of had like its whole dry spell of like before Disney bought it and whatnot. But yeah. um, I know for that, they're making like uh, Nerf Galahorn where it's like a gigantic rocket launcher, but it's a Nerf gun as well. And I'm like, oh, now that would be cool to see to scale. Nice. Yeah, my son's got, what is he? He's in, he likes his Overwatch, so I got him the McCree. He's got the McCree uh, one, and he wanted the, uh, was it Reaper? Is that his, I can never, I'm so yeah. bad. Yeah. So he, but he wanted the dual one with the mask. And I'm like, again, that's like $200. I'm like, ah, you save up your money and you want to buy it, you can buy it for yourself. The mm -hmm. pre gun, I think, is pretty rad, and it hurts with those bloody round balls. I tell you, holy! Like, um, I have this one. This is an old Star Wars one. I want you to guess what character this is supposed to be for. Uh, okay, let's see. Color, we got the color's not going to do anything for me. No. I'm not going to say it's not a biker scout. No, Naboo. Is it a Naboo pistol? This is supposed to be Cad Bane's pistol. <laughs> Yeah, I know. This is what we had growing up. So like wow. we had like the couple we had the um 
the I forget which one is it. It's E11, not the E11. It's the Clone Troopers blaster. Yep, yep. My son had that one. Yep. Yeah, we had that one. That was a decent size. Not bad. Yes. I don't know where that one is. And then they had the longer rifle that we just we just don't have, we never got. But oh, I remember the ones over there. Ah, they're over there. Here, let me grab it real quick. Hey, hey, man, I'm down with Nerf. I love I my love Nerf. So we had, used to have a ton of it, and I just kept telling the kids, "I'm like, you, you got to clear out some of it because we can't." There we go. Yeah, yeah. So this one's a, this one's pretty decent. It's a lot smaller than it should be, but like yeah, for a kid, it, it's absolutely fine. And then they had the longer rifle one. We were never we never got that one just because it was expensive. But I, I remember just, just this. This is like, oh my gosh. It's caffeine. Doesn't even have a long enough barrel on it. Like, he's got his... Wow. Yep. I guess, again, they figure kids are stupid, right? So, uh, yeah, it's, we'll, we'll just slap a name on it and just go with that. So, <laughs> wow. I've never seen that one before. So, Oh, yeah. That was kind of a different one. <laughs> yeah. It's a brick. Um. I'm going to interject another one of Tommy's yep. questions just so we can change the topic up a little bit. He asks, what is the worst Black Series figure, in your opinion? Ooh, the worst. Okay. Uh, man, I think it's between a couple of figures. The original Emperor is definitely one. That might, you know, honestly, I think looking at, I mean, there, oh, he fell down too. Uh-oh, I haven't been paying attention. A lot of my guys have taken a tumble. Um, you know what? I honestly, I think that's it. I think looking at everything, because some of the, oh, and, okay, no, let me change that now. Okay, I got to go back. So Emperor and uh, Episode 3, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, original. And the uh, uh, the archived version, yeah, it looks nothing like him. I always joke and say it's the guy from the movie Krull. That's what it's like. So it's Man. yeah. So the Emperor, because he's he's a pylon, he does you can't do anything with him. His cane's too short. It doesn't touch the ground. Like he doesn't come with the lights. I mean, we back then, sorry, we didn't know that. You know, well, no, I guess we did back then as well. But like no force, like no Sith lightning. We have it now, but back then that was just that was an abysmal, an abysmal figure. And then that Obi Wan, that should not even exist. They they need to completely redo that figure from the top. Yeah, I like that new. I mean, the new archive Obi Wan you're talking about that comes out with the wave with the five hundred one trooper. Yeah, I yeah. really like that one actually. I forged for it from Pulse, so it should be here soon. But I thought it looked. I mean. In my opinion, I thought it looked fine. I didn't even get it in hand. Get it in hand, and then you look at it and go, "Oh, I'm so sad now," because it just makes me want to cry. So. Oh, we have the original. We have a blue box one, don't we? Yeah, it's the it's near the bottom, near the bottom, near the bottom. Yes. <laughs> Show it to me. It's right here. Show it to me. It's right here. It's right here. <laughs> so there we go. I mean. Yeah. Okay. The one in the blue box looks bad. I'll that give one, yeah, that one's pretty rough. But then, and, and then you get this one. Like he's not. He's a bit better. It's better, but he looks like he's he's been enjoying some of the uh, medical grade uh, substance that's legal in most provinces in Canada. Well, I think it's legal all up in Canada now. His eyes are so bloodshot. Because all they do, right, because they don't redo the head. The head's too small for the body to begin with. It's very narrow. Yeah. 
it should be a little bit more round. So they just reprint the face technology on the old figure's face. So they don't change anything. And it's just that shine as well. He's so wet looking. Like, like they won't come out of, uh, you know, a big thunderstorm or something. Yeah. Yeah. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. If I've ever seen like one. that one too. Man, you guys are really good with getting some of the puns in there. So I'll have to remember that in case I review that one again. Hey, you can still oh, joke anyway. I knew it. Okay, yeah. Jacob is pulling out. We do have the new one. I forgot. Oh, oh, I knew it. oh there you go. Yeah. Well, it's a lot better than the other one. Well, <laughs> uh, maybe I just got a really bum one then, but uh, yeah. yeah, this I mean, one just made me sad. For us, his eyes aren't that bloodshot. It looks like the face is a bit different. It looks like the beard's a bit bushier. It does, yeah. You're actually, yeah, yours looks a lot better than mine so I might, maybe i might have to go and try to find another one yeah so. i was gonna say i was like i didn't think it was that bad the head yeah it looks like they fixed it up a little bit yeah not bad they, at all. they should have but they honestly really like they should have put him on the new jedi body right like give him the butterfly joints just let him match with everybody else the articulation on that original one is not great like there's really hardly any sort of an ab crunch going on to it and mm -hmm. some of that that rubber bit at the back and then the soft goods at, or at the front and the back. Oh, it's just yeah, it's, seeing what some of the figures are out now and, and seeing that they're like oh here you go yeah i realize that trying to locate the blue boxes and the orange boxes are becoming more difficult now and for people who have gotten into the collection late and i was one of them i had the benefit from archive for Boba Fett, Bosk, IG-88, all those guys, uh, Anakin, Darth Maul. I never had any of the original ones because I wasn't collecting them. I've only been maybe five years, I think. So I've been collecting for about half of the life of the Black Series run right now. Because we're almost at the 10 I think next year's 10 years, I believe. So I am confident, though, at least that with the release of the Kenobi show, we will get an updated Obi-Wan with those butterfly yes. points. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah. I can't think of what I think the worst figure is. I don't know. What do you think, Jackson? I have a couple. Um, <laughs> Your Teehee Troopers are probably in there. My Teehee Troopers? Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say something I've never said on the podcast before, but I'm going to be brutally honest. Oh, God. Go for it. Commander Wolf. One of my most favorite clones ever, but the Black Series figure, trash. Like the detail on it is good. The thing that really breaks it for me, and it, it's my figure too, it's so some other people's might be a little bit different, is the legs are, the toes are always pointing inward. I have such a hard time getting him to stand because his feet, his legs are so close yeah. together. And so, like, He'll just end up falling. I have to repose him a billion different ways. Like, it's honestly so infuriating because of how much I enjoy the character. Yeah. And I want to like the figure. Because when I really think about it, because like in my college dorm, I have like a single shelf with like four different racks. And so like I have clone commanders, regular clones, the Bad Batch set, and then just about everything from Rebels. Okay, yep. Like all my favorites from like animated stuff. And I think... Yeah, honest to goodness, Commander Wolf is the only figure I pose on that shelf that I have the most trouble putting up out of mm -hmm. anything that I have. Where is he? Oh, yeah, I've actually, I have to blue tack him. So I've never told you, you guys know now. So I always tell everybody, I'm like, everything here, 
is no stands and no blue tack. All of this is freestanding, but except for except for Wolf, there is a small little piece just to keep him in so he doesn't go. Because if he goes, then my entire front row right here is just going to drop. So and that'll take over my my Django and then some of my new vintage stuff that I've been starting now. So, yeah. but yeah, he's not he's not super great. I do I do agree with you on that one. Mm -hmm. I think. Most of the original, kind of like the red box line of like Han and Leia and uh, Luke are just kind of like, they're kind of bricks for me just because they don't really look that good. Yeah. I think the one I'm most disappointed in is the like deluxe Mandalorian. Din Djarin's face on that, oh, it looks yeah. like somebody hit him in the face with a shovel. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or like just took his face and went, and just kind of wiped it down. I kind of fell. I just, forgot. Now that you've said that, yes, I forgot about that one because I never take the helmet off of that figure. So I mean, that yeah, that yeah. was bad. Green. Green's a little frustrating too. I don't know if you guys have. Yeah. Because yeah. if you look at the paint job, it looks like he's got suspenders. Yeah. See, my green figure is also a brick like my wolf in the sense that I can't get his binoculars to hold in his hands. Oh, we did a live stream out of the basement, and I was like, Grease, one of my all-time worst like figures. He can't hold his micro binoculars like up to his face or anything. And then Justin was all like, Oh, but look at this. And he his is posed holding the binoculars naturally. And I was like, oh. I need an education in that because I can't, I can't, I've never been able to get him to hold mine as well. And I glued, I glued the antenna into his into his backpack because i'm like that's just going to be carpet fodder right there and i don't like i i you know i'm just starting to get into customizing making my own figures a little bit here and there i've got a few people that send me bits and pieces but as far as anything in my displayed collection uh with the exception of the biker scout the gaming great biker scout from fallen order i Kind of customized that one a little bit. I had an extra orange pauldron. So I just popped the head off. The pauldron fits perfectly on it. And then I took one of Black Widow's um, stat, well, you know, her little electro sticks or whatever from Infinity War. And I took one of those and put that and put the little lightning effect on that one. And I think it looks a million times better than what we actually got as a release. And other than that, I haven't touched any of them. I won't touch them. Uh, Imperial crosshairs. I'd love to shave that stupid thing off of them. If I had a second, I had a second, but then I helped out another collector and I'm like, Oh, I don't have that extra one to do that anymore. Cause I don't want to mess with the original ones. I, I I'd like to have a second or a third just to practice with a little bit, but exactly. Yeah. That is a bit unfortunate. <laughs> you, um, I guess we can move a little bit away from Black Series. We've been talking heavy on that. Yeah. We have been going through, uh, in my opinion, a quite wonderful series, The Book of Boba Fett. I love it. Uh, what's your opinion on it? Like, what do you uh, think? I'm thoroughly enjoying um, season three, episode one of The Mandalorian uh, myself. So, um, you know, it was a, such, such a strong episode. I, I can't believe it was the entire episode, but... I, I want to see where it goes. I, I wouldn't say I'm 100% sold on it right now. Boba Fett, again, there's, I don't know if I could turn my arm there either, right there. That was Fett so has always been near and dear to me for the, the small appearances. I think they did him dirty in Return of the Jedi. I'm like, it don't just 
he hit him in the jetpack and he's uh, no come on especially seeing what he's doing now i'm like there's no way that should have ever happened to that guy but it's it you know at least they're they're trying to retcon him a little bit and i'd like to sit once the last episode drops and then watch the whole thing all the way through because i just find you know the oh those those modded kids that they have now with those extremely slow space scooters and <laughs> okay i and i know star wars has never meant serious it's never been that oh we better take it like at its word like because it's something it's always had an air of silliness to it. So mm -hmm. I don't understand why all, like, again, this even goes back to the HasLab for the Rancor. I have never seen a community split so bad over one, the Rancor, and two, Book of Boba Fett. You either really enjoy it, or you really don't like it whatsoever, or you're really going to fund it, or you're like, why are you going to pay that kind of money? I was one of those guys. I wanted that rancor. I didn't care about the stretch goals, but as far as Book of Boba Fett, I'm loving seeing glimmers and bits that have come from the movies again, just like what Mandalorian's done with like R5-D4 and uh, the Tusken Raiders alone have just boosted my interest to go, oh man, that was really awesome. I'm really bummed out that they got wiped out or whatever, but now I'm like, now I need to buy some more Tuscan Raiders so I can add them to that shelf and whichever. So, so far, I, I am enjoying what I'm seeing. I've, I've, I've never walked away after the episode's been over and gone, ooh, man, they really phoned that one in. But, uh, but yeah, once once it's done, because it'll feel like watching just one big, long movie. And uh, that's what I'm looking forward to at the end of it. But I'm enjoying it so far. That's good. And actually, it happens that we have the HasLab Rancor right here. No. So our dad, we picked this up today. It's the um the power of the force rancor. Yep. For yep. what it is, it looks fantastic. They're not bad at all. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. This will be debuting, like well, it's debuting now, but we'll yep. be really showing it off in detail for uh next episode on our podcast. But um, I was actually thoroughly surprised with how he looks, and I just ordered the Book of Boba TVC figure uh for Tatooine, and my dad got the one for Morak. So we'll probably yep, take yep. my Tatooine one and we'll just put him on top of it for when he inevitably rides the Rancor. Yes. So, which I'll never be able to do unless they finally decide to bring the Haslab back out because I don't think it's the last that we've seen of that. I do think that that Rancor is coming back again. So. It better because I was so like literally if they left that that pole up for like fifteen more minutes, we could have had it. I it think just, so. I think so. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I think the only reason why they really cut it off when they cut it off and they didn't give an extension is because so many people were talking trash on it. And they were probably just like, you know what? Screw you. Yeah. I I hundred hundred million percent agree. Like it just when when the Haslabs, when they're announced, you're not I was never in it for the stretch goals. I'm like, I don't care if it only barely funds, that's the whole point. Like, oh no, Ula, really? We're never gonna get another Hut Slayer Leia. So why do you think they're gonna give us an Ula? That's not gonna happen. They're not. Disney's not about that. Oh, well, we don't want scantily clad females because that's not a good body image and blah blah blah. Whatever. Like, I think they're taking themselves a little too serious. I think again that Leia figure could be redone and branded as a Hut Slayer, but maybe they don't want her as a Slayer instead of a slave, just like. Slave one, people are losing their crap over that. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, it sucks that they've taken that away and they've given it something else, but that's just the, the branding of the ship, you mm-hmm. know, not the whatever. I don't know. It's just, no. uh, everybody gets so bent over such small things nowadays that like, why can't things just stay the way they were? You know, like, yeah. I understand some things need to change and we need to uh, evolve, but wow, that was, th- that was crazy. And then the fact that they threw in the Rancor Keeper right at the last minute to go, all right, well, I still think, I don't know why they never offered that to begin with and why they gave us a salacious crumb as a stretch goal. I'm like, that was a bit weird. <laughs> nope, shouldn't have been. Uh, shouldn't have been. A repaint and a repaint and a repaint. Wow. Like, I get it. For The, the stretch goals were kind of lacking. Yeah. But yeah. that's not the point. They're freebies that come with the with the Rancor. That's the point of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I would have sold off all the if they, if it would have fully funded and fully stretch goals, I would have sold pretty well everything off. I would have kept the Rancor Keeper, and and the Luke Skywalker, the mm-hmm. Salacious, and eh, whatever. I mean, there's that creature pack that is out at, at the well. It's not on the Disney website now, but um, but there's that out there. So I mean, honestly, one looks just like them. So I would just wait for that. I don't need a scaled up version of uh, a vintage one of him because he was never anywhere on the rancor near the rancor he just sat up and looked down. i mean that was such a <laughs> yeah another luke skywalker yeah okay that jedi luke has not aged well that walmart exclusive one that came out which i have i put him in my mando shelf obviously it would be great to see a completely reworked one give him the butterfly joints and all that stuff and make them look. I mean, Hamill's got one of those faces that they'll never get it right. Mm-hmm. No matter how many times they try to keep upgrading the faces. So, but yeah, like I said, the stretch goals, that's just the icing on the cake. That's the gravy. You're there for the, the big chunky boy. That big, oh, the thing looks so gorgeous. I would have easily packed away my TIE fighter and my snow speeder just to be able to fit my, my small little, you know, reptilian child over here so no it's, it's a bummer that he didn't get funded but yeah especially now that there's a rancor in the book of boba everybody I, it was funny i went on i went on reddit that night and i saw people like that i i know for a fact we're bashing the rancor no ulo no mula people you know, yes like, oh, if only we had the rancor then we could have a boba Fett figure with the rancor and i just kind of sat there like and it's your fault. <laughs> and it's your fault. So, hundred percent. But like, seriously, I mean, you guys. Well, I mean, you guys are part of this whole community. So, like, seriously, have you ever seen anything that's really split? Like, there was no gray area with that Haslab. It was either you were funding it or you were just bent like crazy. So, and that was, I think, that was the beginning for me to kind of go, hmm. Maybe I'm going to start to maybe start thinking about taking a step back for a little while. Just people are just being crappy to each other. And this is supposed to be something to bring us together in a state of time when we really can't get together in large groups and, and toy shows and conventions are being canceled all the time. So our little escapes to go are all gone right now. So we have this, this format right now, you know, and just see people like that. And Book of Boba Fett, I don't even bother watching anybody talk about it. Like, I do watch one uh, YouTuber, um, Paul's Collectibles. He's he's a helmet guy. Um, I watch his after show the next day. Other than that, I don't 
I don't watch and listen to Twitter. I don't check Instagram. I just, I'm like, I don't care. If I'm enjoying it, that's what's the most important thing. Exactly. I definitely feel like even with the, the Star Wars fandom is almost a direct reflection of what the Black Series fandom has become. Everything now is literally you like it or you don't like it. There's never a gray area. And now we have to fight about it. Yeah. Oh, With Bad Batch, you loved it or you hated it. These new clone figures coming out. I know there's a lot of controversy with the 212. You love the 212 or you hate the 212. I mean, to be completely honest, I love a clone figure, so I really don't care that much. Mm-hmm. And the Clone Wars was my childhood, so I like that it's an animated style. Yes. Sure. It's not going to be uniform to your collection, and I get that. But at the same time, I feel like it is just what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well said. That's it's it. So it's it. Like you know, I I I I, I get it. Like every fandom is going to have some sort of toxic element to it. I just in four years, I've never seen it, and then we were going back to back within two month time frame that. Oh, okay. Well, we, we 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 we're done complaining about the rancor, but are we? Because now we're complaining about it again. Now knowing that Boba Fett has a rancor, and we're not going to be like Boba Fett, and we're not going to have one. But then yeah. now they're complaining. Oh, it's just like, oh, good lord! Enjoy it for what it is. It's what it is. It's it's entertainment. It's it's a hobby. Like it shouldn't be stress. And that's just what it feels like. It just feels like stress all the time. Like. When am I going to find this? Where am I going to get that? Do I have to get a hold of, you know, um, somebody down stateside or somebody overseas to try to track down the one or two figures that I kind of need to keep the collection almost complete? You know, like I'm I'm behind. I'm probably six or seven figures behind now. I don't know if I'm going to get them. And if I do, I do. If I don't, I, I'm going to be a little, my OCD is going to bother me about that. But I'm just, it's just something I'm going to have to start getting used to. Mm-hmm. exactly and it's like i know even with the supply stuff it's just getting to be absolutely absolutely ridiculous sometimes because i have tommy and i keep a list on our phones of like our pre-orders and whatnot and i have at least maybe like 300 dollars worth of outstanding pre-orders for figures that have not released yet and it's like that's yeah. not yeah. even like an understatement it's no. just I've ordered it and I have to keep checking and checking to see if it'll eventually come because one day I could just be miraculously charged for it. Mm-hmm. Bingo! Bingo. Yep. Right there. And the fact that some of them don't even release until like December. Like, like really? Are you really need to announce something and then wait a year for for like six inches of plastic? I don't think so. Like just forget the pipeline crap and all this other stuff and whatever. Just concentrate on what you guys were putting out. I, I don't need a carbonized figure anymore. I just got uh, what came today. Oh, uh, so the other day, so I got I got my my grief carga for the credit. So that puts me up to three out of the five. And then uh, this one did not ship very well, and I'm really bent about it. Just like the cart back. But, uh, and then yeah, it's it's kind of. Again, I'm not the only thing I keep on card are these because they don't make any sense off the card. You just look at it and go, man, whoever painted that must have been blind. It's like, no, it's supposed to look like that, but you kind of need it on the card back to to get it. So I just need the armorer, and then I'm like, that's it. I'm not gonna buy any more credit figures. So I'm done. I'll have 10. I think that's enough. So yeah. No, I will agree with the whole pipeline stuff. 
it's very nice and it certainly will it does build hype for the future and anticipation for collectors but the fact that they said that they're going to do jesse is like mind-blowing to me because again huge clone guy i'm like holy cow we're gonna get jesse but it's like oh but we'll probably get him in 2024 end of the year to be completely honest because probably current wave with tython boba i what i predict is that the tython boba wave will really start to come out more in march well that's that was when it was supposed to release up here Yeah. yeah exactly and then we'll get the wave with um echo and omega sometime in june or july and then after that the next we will have that jesse and that won't probably come until again the end of the year and then they'll announce another wave that won't even come out till 2023 and then to fill that space we'll get exclusives here and there in between and lots of them reuse ones too Woo! yeah it's (laughs) yeah it's that's the that's the, I think what I'm I'm kind of last year felt very repainted and reused last year. It just every figure seemed to be we've already had that figure. Oh, but he's yellow this time. Oh, okay, he's yellow. Then I better get him. So that, that makes complete sense to me or whatever. But I mean, yeah, there've been some real great ones. There's been some real, you know, the gaming greats line. You know, kind of hit and miss the the Jet Trooper. He's one of my newer ones. The paint on it's lousy on the on the brow at the front. You know what? I'm gonna get him down. I'm so excited to get that figure in the states. So, so excited. If you look above his eye, his like it yeah. is like so janky. But I, I never, I never saw him in store. I got a pre-order online for him. He showed up, and I'm like, ooh, damn, that's pretty rough. Uh, and I can't unsee it. It doesn't matter where I am. My eyes directly go to him out of everybody else. But like I've got the Knight Brother and I've got the boss and uh Zalbar, surprisingly, I was at GameStop in Canada today, uh, and they've got him discounted down to $15. So I was tempted I might go back tomorrow and get one and try to see if maybe I might be able to paint him black and maybe make a custom figure. Not a bad price to pay for an extra look. I fifteen dollars all day long, no problem. Just for that giant bloody sword that these got is 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 pretty sweet. So. Yeah, I know at um our local Target they have those new Fantastic Four figures on card back and the other X Men figures, and yeah. they're all discounted too because nobody wants them at all. See, we don't get a lot of stuff. Like I get so envious of you guys. Like you know, I am about it an hour outside of going to Buffalo, New York. So um, about 40 minutes from Toronto and then, you know, not too bad from getting to the States. So we haven't been to the States and it's going to be March will be three years since the last time I crossed the border. Um, So I just can't justify going still right now, but we would go over. But because I know so many collectors in roughly my area, that they go to the same spot. So they would hit the five and below. They'd hit the two targets out there. They'd hit the couple of Walmarts and I would find absolutely. And I'm like, why am I driving all this way? But then I see people putting stuff out going, Oh yeah, I just scored this. Well, I can't complain about Lego deals, but you know, I just scored this big $300 Lego set for it's on clearance for $12 right now. We don't get deals like that up here or, Oh, you know, fill a bag and get an extra five or 10 or 15% off at GameStop. Same thing. We don't get stuff like that. So when I see people going, oh, yeah, we just scored um, 
uh, Wrecker. Wrecker, I think people are finding Wrecker for like $16. No, never, never. Jana is still at Toys R Us for $23. That's the cheapest that figure's ever been. That's insane. Yeah. That's Ollie's for us for like seven Ollie's. Yes. Okay. There you go. That's the other store too. I have never been into it. Oh, no. I've been into one Ollie's. But it was it was not a good ollie, so it was it was not a good first. No such thing as a good ollie. It's just so you know. Oh, they're all dirty. They all they all smell like dust and mildew. That they do. That that one did. Yeah. Okay. Well, then if I got my experience minus finding stuff, then okay, not so bad. The universal ollie's experience. Yeah. (laughs) We got out of those new fig like the figures that are on sale. We got like the thing because oh yeah, why not? Yep. (laughs) For like, cause this this for sixteen dollars is a good deal. It's That's a real deal. Good yeah. So it's like, and eh, what the heck? Why not? The rest of them, I'm just like, I don't care that much about you or you or you. So I'm like, I'm not no. gonna get it. Yeah. But no, it's like, especially for me, my like my my biggest passion for collecting comes to Lego. I love collecting Lego Star Wars, and that's the one thing that sucks is it never goes on sale here, ever. No. Never have I seen a Lego set like of like a like a decent Star Wars Lego set go on sale. Yeah. I, the only time I've seen one was recently that the new Ahsoka versus Maul set. Yes, yeah. five dollars off. And, but I'm like, it's only five dollars off. It's yeah. not even like a discount. Yeah. Lego uh, blows my mind on how expensive it's gotten over the years. Like. For my son to go and spend six hundred dollars on Diagon Alley, and I'm like, "That's six hundred, right?" And he's, "Oh yeah," and I'm like, "For Lego, oh yeah." I'm like, "Holy Jesus!" But to see some of those, I'd love that. What the the USC Millennium Falcon? I'd love to have that, but I'm not dropping a thousand dollars, and my wife would just be just giving me a, "What's wrong with you?" Like if that if that light cruiser wouldn't have rang up at thirty. I would not have been bringing that home because I know it's a $200 set. Mm-hmm. So like my Razor Crest, I got a really good deal. I think I paid a hundred bucks. I think it was brand new. A guy bought it and he was just like, yeah, as long as I know it's going to some place that will appreciate. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I didn't do the HasLab. So I, I'd like to have some representation of his non-existent ship now. So... But now we got the Nabooian Starfighter. Yeah, that'll oh. be cool. Do you not it's, like it's it? pretty rad look? I'm not gonna lie, but I just don't see that as his ship. Like I, you know, that's yeah. It doesn't make sense for bounty hunting, really. No, no. where's he supposed to put? Like, okay, just throws the heads in the the old droids spot there. That's it. I don't need the rest of the body anymore. Obviously, since he took that other dude's head. So. <laughs> I feel like it could be a temporary ship or even just like a ship in his arsenal now. Watch him just watch him just take Moff Gideon's cruiser. <laughs> watch him be like, where is it? Give it to me. Give it yeah. to me. Well, I think Bo didn't Bo end up taking that. I don't know. I'm I'm very curious to see what's gonna happen with that whole thing too. So and I love the fact that they they name checked um Pazizla finally yeah. instead of just the heavy Mandalorian. So that was that was pretty sweet too. And the armor, I'm I'm totally down with anything with her in it. So mm-hmm. Yeah, even just like the Mandalorian Jedi as well. I thought that was, I mean, because that had still, from my knowledge, been Legends material because we knew that there was a Mandalorian Jedi, but he was never named wrong. He was because, Mandalorian yes. great. Yeah, Mandalorian That's great. That's right. That's right, too. So, no, that was really cool. And it was neat to hear some of the, the history. Like, 
I've I read all the books back in the day, but considering that virtually none of it's canon, and now they're trying to reintroduce very popular characters that came from the novels. Um, you know, I, so I can't wait till we finally see uh, a live action version of Thrawn on the screen, and you know, like it'll, it'll be amazing. And it's and again, like for people who really want to be crappy towards product like this. I wouldn't say so much to the Marvel because I think the Marvel Marvel stuff, especially the cinematic and the, the TV stuff, I think they've had more home runs mm-hmm. than Star Wars has. And I mean, and I and I and I say that lovingly, and Star Wars will always be a favorite of mine, but there there's a few bits that are just like, oh, it's really hard to watch. What well, you know, like let's let's whatever. But my biggest argument is it's better to have some Star Wars. Then no Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. And if you're going to keep griping about it, I, I mean, Disney's never going to go, oh, that's it. You know what? Here, we'll put Star Wars in a box. We'll put it up on the shelf and yeah, maybe we'll get it out and play with it one day down the road or whatever. They didn't spend that kind of stupid money for them just to shelve the whole thing. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the, 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 the I don't know how you guys felt about the sequels. Didn't leave exactly the best taste in my mouth, but... I'm an original trilogy guy. I don't mind the prequels, but the sequels were just, especially episode eight. That's that's just abysmal. Mm -hmm. Right now, because like I remember when episode eight came out, I despised it. I love episode nine. Episode nine is one of my favorite things because I know lots of people hate on it, but I like to look at it as there could have been a thousand things that could have gone astronomically wrong with that movie, especially with the setup of episode eight. So the fact that they did the job that they did with what they were given, I was very happy with it. Cause I, at the time I hated episode eight. Yeah. I despised it. I thought it was the worst star Wars movie to ever come out. But now that it's been a couple years and Tommy, it's like one of his favorite movies. Yes. Episode eight is, but then again, that's also because he kind of likes to be a hipster and be like, I like it. Cause you guys don't, but he's never going to mention it, but that, that's the reason you. <laughs> <laughs> We're outing Tommy right now. We're outing Tommy. Nice, nice. It's got nothing to do with me, Tommy man. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just here hanging out. So that's it. So, but, but no, but what's wrong with you? Why do you like Episode Eight? Seriously, email me and you tell me. You sell me on Episode Eight because I just don't get it. The only thing I liked was that hyper jump through the uh, the Imperial ship that I thought was stunning visually. Ryan Johnson, good job storytelling it's like he took jj and went ah so he, he left me blueprints i think i'm just gonna pee all over those and i'm gonna do my own thing and then he he leaves and then jj's got to come back and go oh so everything i did you completely undid let's try to see what we can salvage i did enjoy nine and i enjoyed like a lot of the a lot of the character stuff towards the end of the film which i'm hoping we get in six inch form at some point I'd love a creepy looking emperor. I'd love those updated royal guards that he had. I'd love the final order, some of the uh uh some of the you know the higher ups that had some of the red with the black. I just thought that visually was sick looking. I loved it. But some of some of the good guys were just like, oh, just not used right or not used well, or you know, it was an afterthought like Rose. Why even have her in the third? Why even have her in episode nine? Because she didn't really do anything, and they set her up for some big thing after eight. Or you get the Hobbit in there for episode nine. 
What did he do? He just translated Sith, you know, yeah. communication. Just read the, what the computer was saying. So, yeah, there was some, and then there was some good. But yeah, I think if I'm remembering correctly, the one thing Tommy does like about Episode Eight the most is he likes Luke Skywalker's character arc because it shows that even somebody that you put up on a pedestal is still human and that they have the ability to fail. And he thinks it makes Luke Skywalker a more grounded character rather than having him just a god on a pedestal. Like, this is Luke Skywalker. He could do nothing wrong. He want the, he liked that they showed that somebody could be great. They can be considered yeah. a legend, but they could still screw up to the point where their whole life is ruined. And then he likes how he kind of redeems himself somewhat in the end. And I know lots of people don't like how he kind of like dies in the end, but in some ways he does kind of redeem himself in a way with the force projection kind of like, taking over too much of his power so oh, true and you know what the way you just said that that i still don't like the movie but that kind of was like oh okay yeah, I, could i could totally see that now and yeah it'd be great and we still need that crate loop figure as much as i don't want any more loop figures for a while we still need that one we need that projection that force projection version of him yeah but, but it's a good point. i like that that was a really good point so, yeah. So it, at first it was like, especially because all the YouTube videos were coming out, we're like, episode eight is trash and here's why. I really got sucked yeah, into yeah. those and I believed them. But now it's just like, I'm a big boy. I can make my own decisions. And it's like, <laughs> I like Star Wars for Star Wars. There's still things in that movie where I don't like, like Holdo, especially being like in ROTC and doing leadership courses and learning what it's like to be a leader. Abysmal leader. Terrible job. <laughs> <Awful>. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like, um, it's just like, it's things like that that are like infuriating, but it's just, it's Star Wars. I take it for what it is. I like Star Wars as a whole. Of course, I'm going to love the original six movies that I grew up with like the most, yep. but I can watch them and be like, they're cool. And what I think it's going to be funny because give it 10 years and there's going to be a whole new line of kids that are going to be like, those are the best movies ever. And then like, exactly. Rose, like the girl that plays Rose is going to become the new Jar Jar where like everybody loves them out of nowhere. <laughs> Uh, does anybody really love jar jar though so, oh i don't i don't I, i'm probably i would start the fan club for getting him removed from star wars but that's just me my girlfriend loves jar jar she thinks he's hilarious <laughs> but i guess to each their own yes yes <laughs> absolutely best way to do that yeah for sure but no it I feel like people just need to stop hating on things that other people like, it's especially for the book of Boba. I'm yeah. sick and tired of people trying to convince me as to why that it's not, it's not good. It's not Boba Fett. I'm like, okay, these are all the people that had, they grew up with Boba Fett and they saw him in the comics. They liked him for his mysterious factor of who is he? And then they made up all these things in their head and they watched the robot chicken and they're like, Oh, he's a, he's a, he's a really cool guy. He's so cool. He does all this stuff. And they yes, got that yes. in their head. And then when you finally start to learn about the character, because even in the Clone Wars, when we see him, he's not like a bloodthirsty killer just going out there just to murder everybody. He's a kid and he's learning to be a bounty hunter, but he sees what that cold-blooded nonstop killer thing does to you from Ara Singh and that gets her killed. So, yes. we, so we see like him being like, okay, that's not a good idea. How about I try to progress myself? Mm -hmm. And we see him like just change the game of being who he is and changing his name. And I feel like people are just kind of, they're mad because they wanted a John Wick film for like eight episodes straight or seven episodes straight of Boba Fett, which would have been cool for the first same thing as the last one. And it would have just been the same. Yeah. So it, 
I feel like people just they have unreal expectations for everything that comes out. I feel like Kenobi. I think Kenobi is going to be liked by a lot, but I feel like there's going to be a ton of people that don't like oh, Kenobi because yeah. they have these unreal expectations mm-hmm. about the show that, like, when you don't see Commander Cody, they're going to be like, <laughs> they're going to hate yeah. it. It's yeah. like, stop setting I, I, Yeah, you know what? That I'm, I'm trying to keep myself pretty grounded for Kenobi because mm-hmm. Kenobi is one of my favorites. Cody is my favorite trooper, so I'm like, Oh, we'll just you know what if it if it happens I'll be pleasantly surprised I, I'm just you know and I know it's what only six episodes I think it's getting right and it's only getting one season so again better to have something than to have nothing and then you got to sit there and use your imagination and go this is my okay this is what hey okay, you know blah, blah, blah. no so I think it's great that they're putting in that they're able to get the the actress to come back it's great that that Hayden's coming back into the fold after. I mean that, that poor guy. I mean, I thought Ahmed Best took it on the chin, but holy geez, like he wasn't the only one. So that's fantastic. And apparently Hayden doesn't live super ridiculously far from my area because he owns a farm in Ontario somewhere. And that's what he became. He became a farmer. So he went from being the Lord of the Sith to, to farming. Huh. So with in sand, probably, which is really coarse and rough, and it gets everywhere. <laughs> Got to put the same joke in. Everybody does. So, yeah, the dialogue. But, again, George Lucas is not known for dialogue. His dialogue is horrendous. And everybody that's ever been in any of his movies all say the same thing. It's all about the visual effects. And it's all about the idea rather than the the conversations. Exactly. But I think I think that's all we really have for you today. Do you have any for us before we start to wrap this up huh. what um I, I, with you guys doing a podcast so this will be a little different because it's not like you guys do well i don't know have you, you guys do like a, a top 10 or a, a wish list or anything like that like are there besides the ones that we've pretty well been told pipeline and and what have you if you got say even a, a top five uh top five black series figures that you would like to see come out that's kind of a tough question because it's like lots of the figures i would really like i mean we already have like i feel like the top of that list would be a phase one captain rex as you can tell from the shirt and the hat captain rex is one of my favorite uh characters in star wars yeah he's kind of a bandwagon um (laughs) i i feel like he would be cool another figure that i know that they'll never do but i would love to see would be um like a young Thrawn from like the Thrawn, uh, Thrawn Ascendancy trilogy. Oh. So like the collector's edition covers. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uniform. That would be an amazing figure. Oh, yeah. But they're never going to do that. So I'm not even going to wish for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. Maybe like for, they're not going to do these either, but like a blind Kanan figure, like with his, with yeah. the mask on, that would be a cool one to see. Yeah. There, so that, that's what I'm working on right now. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, and it can actually. There. And then I, yeah, I've dug his eyes out, so he is blind. So I don't know if I'm gonna be able to put a beard on him. Uh, crap. Hopefully nobody sees. It. Oh no, that's good if they see it because I'm actually doing this for a subscriber. So one subscriber sent me the figure and said, "Hey, can you do this for this other guy?" And I'm like, 
you want me to customize something? Uh, I've hardly ever painted anything. So I've been slowly working on a few bits. So I'm hoping to get him done pretty soon so I can send him off. But uh, but yeah, a blind Canaan would be, I'd love to see the match of the rebels. Like, why don't we have any of the, uh, the inquisitors? Mm-hmm. The Inquisitors, I want to, like, I guess a more realistic one. Any, any robotic leg mall, I would love to see. Oh, if, well, you'll, yeah, I guarantee you're going to, we'll see that. I don't know if it'll be this. It might, they might put it out this year, but I think if they take that, that mall or the Knight Brother, uh, the upper half, mm. they've already got this. So they don't have to put a lot of money into it, right? They just have, all they got to do is just change the leg. So I think I think you'll get your robot wall. That's the thing. I feel like we, if we do get it, we're gonna get the season seven one, which I'm like, okay, that's cool. It's season seven mall. I want the chicken leg mall, or I want the spider leg. Oh, the spider leg one would be would be so cool because it's so different. It's like it's so different from anything we have. I feel like that'd be such a cool figure. And then again, like one of those ones where it's just like I wish for, but I we're probably not gonna get an easy one for them to do that. I want to see is Captain Bond. That's a wish list figure. Yeah. Um, I can't really think of too much of anything else. You got any? I mean, I guess really for me, probably top of my list, right off the top of my head, make a, like a deluxe Django fat, like how you did deluxe Boba. Like make him come with a bunch of stuff, make him come with his tunic and stuff. I feel like that would be such a cool idea, especially for the Attack of the Clones anniversary this year. Other than yeah, that, it's kind of funny how we haven't really heard like they've not even it's the same last year with even rogue one i had such high hopes for last year i'm like oh boy man we're gonna get a two tubes or we're gonna get some other so lackluster like they just dropped the ball and so yeah i know there was that but to be completely honest for my collection i would just really want more clothes mm-hmm. i mean i want a bunch of the different divisions it would be me and Lucas Monster will talk all the time, but we want to see fives. I have fives tattooed on me. I need him so much. Yeah. Like really other again, just really clones is what I can mainly think of. Uh there's obviously some from the Bad Batch, like the Republic Commando Trooper. That was really cool. Love to see that as a black series figure down the line. We are getting boss, so it's hopeful. Because it's just a white repaint of that body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's I you know what I like that better than I like uh, the hunter, okay? and it's and that's what it is, right? So I think he's great. Again, I just wish as my biggest complaint is that the hole is still in the forearm where the damn knife sheath goes, and and that bugs me with uh, crosshair as well. I'm like, I get it. You can't put out a new mold for every single figure, or else your company's going to go bankrupt. But you could have just heated up just a little piece of plastic just to kind of poke in into that, and then it would have helped kind of because it just breaks up the continuity of the arms. So, and it just it that part drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. But the boss figure I do like though, and I and you know we're going to see him painted probably in blue, and we'll probably get him in yellow, and we'll probably get him in green. So he matches the other four Skittle colors of the other clone troopers that we already have out right now. So that's a Hasbro thing. Mm-hmm. For the, that Thrawn figure, for anybody that doesn't know, this is the outfit I'm talking about. If we had that in a figure, that would be right. sick. It's off the uh, collector's edition of uh, Thrawn Ascendancy Greater Good. Those are those are some like things I wish I could collect. 
yeah. but because it's like the cover they have like a like this nice sheet that goes over it. it's signed by timothy zahn three hundred dollars is not worth it though at all at all fuck no it's gonna probably cost you 20 to 30 at most mm -hmm. to get a freaking books a million or wherever you get booked. You're insanely overpriced. They came out for the last Thrawn book. Uh they it was the last collector's edition. It, it went up for pre-order. And I really thought about it. I was like, I love this book series so much. It's like I don't have a tattoo yet, but when I do, I'm getting the chimera symbol on my arm. Because Thrawn is just it's so cool. I love those books. It's kind of like kind of what's got me back into like the reading aspect of yep. my life. So I was like, I, I want to honor that. And I was like, especially that book. It's so cool. And I saw that price tag and I was like, man, that was a really funny thought I had. With Jason. <laughs> <laughs> that behind me. Nice. Nice. Well, I don't know. I was uh, just tell you guys like this. This was a blast. I would say keep doing what, what you're doing. As long as you're having fun doing it, then. That, that that makes it the the most worthwhile. Myself, I'm not having a lot of fun right now, so it's time to recharge for that. But mm -hmm. you know, I think what what you guys are doing is great. I've I've got you on my playlist when I, when I make my hiatus. I can get caught up on a few uh, a few episodes I'm behind because I find once you become a YouTuber, you have no time for other YouTubing for very little. Like I find uh, there's so many people that I love their content. I'm like, I couldn't tell you the last time I watched any of their stuff. Cause I just between job and family and life and my own YouTube stuff, it just, it just gets crazy after a while. So. Which I do feel bad. Cause there's plenty of people that we have on have a chat as well. Like out of the basement, Lucas Skywalker and so many yeah. other great people. And it's like, I just, I try to make time for the can and like reply and comment, but sometimes you just can't. And I feel so bad about it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I watch a lot on TV, on the, on the TV and you can't, you can't comment and you can't like anything through the television. So if I had to have my phone with me, I'm like, damn, mm -hmm. I just watched that thing. And I want to, but do I want to really run upstairs, grab my phone, come back downstairs, find the video, make a comment, hit a like. I probably should, because I bet you people do that to my stuff. It would only be fair, but I get really lazy like that sometimes. So, <laughs> but no, this has it's been fantastic. Um, a few people were like, what are you finishing up? And I'm like, actually, I said, I'm going to be on with the boys at the 1313 podcast. And like, well, but aren't you also, fin I'm like, I am, but I'm going to go out on a high note. So, so a great way to kind of finish off for me. I, I had, you know, two two guests just for this past month for myself. Um, Star Wars thrifting, Silver, she was fantastic. And then uh, the Padawan collector, uh, Joey, who's been trying to do all 96 of the original vintage figures. That's his whole thing. So, yeah. So that's got me back up to 16, 15 or 16 of the original vintage again. So I'm, I'm going to try. I know I'm not going to get all 96, but I'm going to see how many I can actually get. Mm -hmm. Try try to relieve my childhood just a little bit more. So yeah, something really quick right before we kind of close out things for now. Something we do enjoy doing is showing off the person that we are interviewing. So right now we have your YouTube pulled up. So if you're not subscribed to Papa Gord, I would highly recommend it. Again, like I said, his stuff is so energetic and it's just an all-around good watch if you're just looking for some casual videos, even for some black series or some other figure properties as well. Mm -hmm. 
and Robo was on my channel. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was one thing that my subscribers kind of goaded me into a little bit. They're like, oh, you should really try to see if you can get one of the bigger guys on there. So I, I joked and said, yeah, maybe I'll try to get a hold of Robo on the floosh. And he actually did. And he and he spent three over three. I did almost almost six hours that day. Mike came on after, but I did three hours with Robo and it felt like 10 minutes. And I couldn't tell you one thing that I talked to him about. I have no idea. I don't remember any of it. So, I mean, hey, that's how the best conversations go. Just because you just talk. Hundred percent. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. So, well, hey. do you want to hit him with the spiel real quick? Uh, the closing spiel. Okay. Yes. Thank you all very so very much. Yes. For watching this episode, and thank you so much to Papa Gord for joining us. We really, really appreciate it. Especially with you going on your hiatus soon. We appreciate you making the time for us. Yeah. It was amazing. And if you haven't, please leave a like, leave a comment on the video. Let us know what you thought. Don't be afraid to hit that subscribe button. And also subscribe to Papa Gore. Oh. We froze. I think we froze, guys. <laughs> Freezing up, we're freezing up a little bit. There we go. Make sure to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, wherever we can be found. We have that link tree and make sure to join that Discord. We have yes. lots of fun in the Discord, lots of cool conversations with lots of cool people about Star Wars. We had a lot of talks about music, other movies, just a whole bunch of fun. So don't be afraid to join that. And we will see you all in the next episode. Bye bye. bye. Later, eh?